Are you ready for episode four? Four? I can't even count that high. I know. Me neither. I hate that intro, though, but we're going to keep going. <laughs> we're keep counting. Keep on trucking. What was the, who's the um, the vampire? This leads into it. Well, who's oh Count, Count Dracula? Mm-mm, the one with the, the numbers. The Count. Yeah. What does he do? He counts. And then what? He does addition with it. <laughs> no, isn't it like like one, uh, two, uh, three? Uh, 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 yeah. You, you. So you did know? No, it's one. Uh, uh. Uh, I don't think so. I he think. counts. It takes. He doesn't know how to get very high, so he's just gonna <laughs> drag it out. Exactly. But you know what, folks? We are here. We're queer now. now give, give me, me my, my entertainment. entertainment. You know, I don't even know if that's episode four. Uh, it doesn't matter. Listen, just like the count does, where he just drags it out to pretend like he knows what he's doing. Same, same Z. Hundred percent. Welcome, folks, to whatever episode podcast, uh, whatever episode number this podcast is. Um, so let's see. We had our first episode, then we had our second episode, then we had uh, our. Uh, uh. <laughs> Thank you. That's exactly what I wanted. Um, so we are here on this week to discuss a few things, and there's a couple things that we want to discuss that we've been uh, being entertained by. Entertained. Enter. Who says that? Rue? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of a lot of big things that happen. First off. Huge things. Is the fact that we are presented and given an uh, uh, extra special miniseries on Disney Plus that helps us to connect the events of episode three to episode four of Star Wars and the movie or the TV show is called Kenobi. Did you ever think we'd get here? I don't think so. I don't think that we would be here and that it would be the same actors. Right? I'm very surprised and happy that they were able to bring back uh, Edward Eisenhower and Christian Haydenson. Yeah. Also known as, in case uh, I want to let all the millions of viewers know or listeners know because sometimes yeah. there's a little bit of a disconnect yeah um but they're all all million of them are five star yeah I, of viewers. course i meant the only uh five star millions of people mm-hmm. exactly. who are who are out there in the world okay listening. now i want you to count from one to five million <laughs> please <laughs> uh, uh, uh. there are uh, there is a little bit of a you know crossover, but sometimes not of people who are listening with their ear holes here versus watching and listening on Twitch. Uh, but please tell us who those people are, because I, I mean I know them very intimately. But please, Edward just Eisenhower is Obi Wan Kenobi, mm-hmm. and also known as um, Ewan McGregor. Yes, good job. And uh, Christian Haydenson is Anakin Skywalker, who's also known as. Hayden Christensen. Yes. Uh, I will be honest with y'all that I actually don't really know what his real name is. It's one of those two combos. It's And I will give you what I give you, and yeah, that's what it in is. In the moment. Uh, I don't really know which one is his real name. But to Chris's point, I do not think that I could have ever imagined a life where we are here many, many years later experiencing the story with the same actors. Do you know, I went and I, uh, I, I didn't talk to you about this, so this is live and in the moment. But I was curious, what has Christian Haydenson been doing in the meantime? Because I think 
on the Twitch stream, we discussed the possibility of him working in a typing pool in an mm -hmm, office. Mm -hmm. And um, we're not really that far off. What's he been doing? He uh, got a farm and has been farming, I think, for the years he's, after Anakin. He's living he's like, the dream. He is living the dream. Uh, I guess, is he? does he feel bad that he was Anakin and he's sort of repenting and instead of doing harm, he's growing life. So joking aside, I actually think there's not, um, there's a, there's some truth to that, but not from the perspective of he played like this evil character and he wants to repent. I actually think that both for Edward and Christian, that their lives got very effed from episodes one, yeah. two, and three in yeah. a negative way because they put their heart and soul into doing what they did, all kidding aside with his acting. But then they did not get any sort of like acclaim from anyone. Yeah. Everyone shit on all of it. And now this is where you can't really predict humans. Fast forward 20 years. And what's everyone doing? They're like, oh, episodes one, two, or three, so much better than seven, eight, and nine. Oh my god, episodes three—that's the best one of the bunch. And it—you <laughs> gotta pay your dues, I guess. I guess, but I feel so bad because they recently came out and said in in interviews that they are getting the attention now for a TV show that they were expecting and hoping after one, two, and three. So I think they both, and maybe he was, you know, Chris, Christian was a more younger actor didn't really know how to handle it well. And I'm sure. I I mean, I've only seen wild success from our podcast, and so I wouldn't know how to process negative feelings. And so... Especially when it's tied <laughs> to something so huge, you know? Yeah, I mean, all, ex all jokes aside, absolutely. To be in the spotlight, to spend years of your life working on something, and then for people to sit down for two hours and then nitpick it and say how bad you are. It's gotta be pretty brutal. But also then you have to say, I mean, that's kind of what they signed up for. You know what? I agree that they did sign up for it, but I weirdly feel a little part of me that I actually don't know what they, well, I don't know if they knew what they signed up for. Meaning when George Lucas is who he is and did what he did. And we learned recently on the prior episode of the uh, podcast, the Star Wars episode, where, which apparently I'm just realizing this is turning into a Star Wars podcast, but you get what you get. You don't, you don't get upset. But remember, we learned how they didn't even know how to be acting because like the fans were going and the noises yeah, were happening yeah. and it was green screen. I don't know that they knew what they were getting involved with. Well, even outside of that, so technology and challenges of acting i i think that the bigger challenge might be that in so in like episodes four five and six in this from the 70s to the 80s like they were kind of just doing their thing and it was in the eye of society like they all sort of knew what star Wars was and like they were kind of embracing it and they had built up their following in the moment. Now, if you think the one, two and three, when Obi-Wan or when, uh, Ewan McGregor and 
Christian or Hayden Christensen mm-hmm. comes back, they're sort of tasked with the challenge of recreating that. Like they're and they're now feeding off of the like reminiscent memories that people had of their love of it two decades earlier. Yeah. And that's that's a hard so task. So not only to, are you doing what you just said, but you're doing it in a way that's literally never been done before, filmmaking wise. Yeah. On top of, it's never been done before by reclaiming a group of people. There's you know there's never really been a movie quite like Star Wars. It would almost I don't think this is a good comparison, but if they were to kind of try to do Lord of the Rings like over again which the reason why i think this is a bad comparison is because they did with the hobbits the hobbit movies where they took the hobbit book and split into three we said it wasn't so great the difference here is like the same the the timeline wise that george lucas is putting out there is so closely attached to four five and six that you can't help but watching one two and three with your prior knowledge of four five and six and i think it's bottom line it's an impossible task it's something that i don't think anyone could have really done um as well as he did now i'm saying that you know big air quotes loosely because i really think there could have been many things better about it one i would say he should not have done whatever this crazy technology was i think that was way too far ahead of his uh ability like who george George. like i think he should have just stepped back and and tried to like film a, a, a movie in the way he knows how to film a movie, which was a success. I know, but then look, um, I I know what you're saying is do what you know, but he was never about that. In the 70s when he was using the filming techniques that he had, so it's almost like he what he knows is the unknown. Like hmm. in the 70s, he didn't know those filming techniques were also pioneer. Mm-hmm. And so in that sense, he's kind of going to, well, I need to push the envelope again if I'm going to stick with what I know. Yeah. And then he's kind of left with, you did push it far, but it created a bunch of challenges as a result. And it just boggles my mind, fast forward to now, how differently the actors and the characters are being um, looked at, Uh, which I guess leads us to the actual show of Kenobi, which takes place in between episodes three and four. Um, And it is, I want to say, I read that it's about nine years before the events of four. So it's like so it's right after there. it's after Order sixty six where the mm-hmm. Jedi are slaughtered by the clones, but it's before uh, Episode four when kind of the Empire is well established. Correct, and so what what we're left with is an Obi Wan who is told to go on Tatooine and observe Luke and make sure that Luke is like going to grow up and become, I guess what they predict, which is the balance of the force. But he's also unexpectedly, I want to say a little bit of a spoiler alert. So just cover your ear holes for a second. Um, I did not expect for him to be in touch with Leia as much as he was in the story like canonically now he was involved with getting leia involved in this like that boggles my mind that's an unexpected thing that i did not think would happen 
Yeah, I think it's well done. I think, I think so too. Um, but now a couple of things that that I want to discuss uh, and a little bit of a spoiler alert too. What were your thoughts at the very end when the Inquisitor, um, and we'll talk about her too. Her name is Reva Savander. Savander I don't know her She's the third sister. Yeah. That's her in character, um, in show character name. Um, she announces and could feel and sense that he, as in Kenobi, does not know that Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader is alive, right? Do you remember she yes. walked in and said that? What are your thoughts on that? I think it's a it's something that now looking at it seems very evident. Like this should be the case, but I think in um, in good Star Wars storytelling that the answers to questions are given to us to things we didn't even know, like that we didn't even question. And they're sometimes the opposite. Right. And so it's like, um, yeah, I can't think of an example, but I, I think we just talked about this recently. No, order, with, um, order 66. Order 66. Yeah, perfect. That's a good one. That's a perfect example. Because we didn't know how that came to be, which was how did the clones flip to become bad? And we now know very distinctly that line exists and why yeah. it exists and yeah. there's whole backstories behind that so now this isn't as like this isn't story change i mean in the moment it's not as big as like order 66 and what that did to change the direction of the galaxy um but it kind of is a little bit of a mind shift from the viewer's perspective on how we would think about kenobi before and after that moment Exactly. I think it's so obvious. It's what you said. It's a question that is being answered that we never even questioned in the first place. And in, in folks who don't know what we're talking about, at the end of episode three, Anakin Skywalker was killed by Darth Vader, or uh, by Obi-Wan Kenobi. So Obi-Wan Kenobi thinks. No, he, yeah, Obi-Wan walked away from that thinking he was a toasted marshmallow. Literally, he was a toasted Anakin Sky Marshmallow. Sky, sky Mellow? Sky marshmallow. <laughs> marshmallow, so Sky Mellow, yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, you got it on the than I did. <laughs> so that was the end of it. He was an extra toasty. Oh, he actually looked like those, um, the marshmallows, you know, like you could do one through six and it's like one is barely toasted. Yeah, he six is a, like, he's like a solid. He seven. was like a seven, like yeah. a seven pushing 7.5. Yeah, yeah. He, he was bulbous. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was bad. And, so much um, so that he had to wear a suit to contain the marshmallow goodness for the rest of his life. So what we're really saying is Dar under Darth Vader's suit is a really toasted marshmallow. <laughs> I think, you know what I think it is? I think it's the, and there's a crossover here. The Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. Yes, the Michelin Man, sort it's of. What, yeah. it, when he comes out of the firehouse, it's actually Darth Vader breaking through his oh suit. Oh, my God. You heard it here first, folks. Listen, they're both villains. I mean, prove me wrong. That is bonkers. So when you're saying that the logo of Ghostbusters exists with, the, with them, that's actually Darth Vader. That is, yes. And they're around the same. They were produced yeah. around the same time. I mean, you think these people who work in the industry aren't talking? I think that we're set up for something in, a, in the coming years. You heard it here first. That is absolutely the craziest thing I've ever heard and 100% accurate. <laughs> Who's Slimer then? Slimer, you know what Slimer is? R2-D2. 
I can totally see that. Because when 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 he's flying around in one through three and shooting the oil yeah. and lighting it on fire, um, what happens when you just remove all the mechanical bits and you're left with just the oil? It's Slimer. Literally, you got it. And you know that the uh, the others... Um, Oh yeah, that's Han and um, literally Han Solo. That's what I'm trying to get. It's Han. It's uh, what what's his name? Um, the guy from the Sky Cloud. Look, yes, um, I can't think of the names now. I don't, like I'm completely drawing a blank. Oh wait, in Episode Five, you're thinking of yeah, uh, uh, Calrissian. Calrissian, thank you, Lando. Lando, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't know the Ghostbusters name, and I don't want to guess on any of them because I feel like I'm one of them's mess a them doctor. Up. I think. Yeah, Venkman, and. The, this guy I'm pointing on the screen is definitely Han Solo. Uh, so you heard that here first. But now, actually, Lando Calrissian. And you know when they did the remake? Of, I'm just going to go down this hole for just a hot second. When they did the remake of Ghostbusters with mm. the uh, women Ghostbusters who were, everybody like hated because they were like, oh, I want my masculinity back. Yeah. That was the Leia yeah. and Ray yeah. and yeah. Um, the okay. Asian girl who also got, had a lot of hate in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got it. Yeah, I mean that actually very much connects to a, p- a point that I want to bring up news news wise, news cycle wise, is that uh, just yesterday the um, actress who plays Riva Savander, who is the woman who is against Kenobi right now. Which side note. I just want to comment on one more thing. The, uh, her character is called an Inquisitor, and Inquisitors are are the remnants of Jedi that were not killed by Order 66, and the Empire was able to sway them to come over to the dark side. And now they're using their powers to find the other Jedi and kill them, which is exactly why she's trying to get... I don't to- remember this in, the, in this uh, storytelling in the episode. Um, what was it clone wars or because it started in the rebel show which is after and it actually takes place after this show so there's going to be some crossover i think it's such a it's such an interesting thing yeah totally love it and so she is inquisitors though i don't really um i don't really love the 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 term the term yeah and the grand they should be like the death jedi or something dead dead eye dead eye dead jeff Dead Eye Doornail or something? What is that? Dead Eye Doornail? I don't know. <laughs> is that a band or something? No, th- Third Eye Blind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's what happens when you get a dead eye from a doornail. I don't know. What's a doornail? Um, <laughs> so her name is Moses Ingram, and uh, she just recently posted a tweet that said that she's obviously happy at the success of the show. People really love it, but she's very upset because she got a bajillion DMs that were all inherently racist. Um, just, you know, why do you need to be there? Why, you know, they definitely checked the, one of the comments is about like how they checked the inclusion box with her. Like the reason why they, the only reason they hired her was just to like uh, literally check the inclusion box. I hope that the alien uh, Instagram account of the main head inquisitor, alien person, yeah. mm-hmm. Also got an equal amount of DMs saying that they checked the alien race uh, equality equality box. box. Yeah, a hundred percent. And so she came out very uh, strongly. And and I good I on know, her. I don't think that you heard it. It is 
it resonates with sadness for me and I feel really bad for her. Like she's trying to be very happy about this wonderful thing that's happening to her. And at the same time, like she's also really just sad because of this happening. Now, here's where things are very interesting to me in regards to what has happened thereafter. And I'm going to jump actually prior to this moment in time in episode eight when Rose from episode eight, which I can't, I don't know her, um, her real person name, but Rose was her in character. name. Wasn't it like Tiki Barber or something? Um, I don't think it was Tiki Barber. That's uh, someone who is a football player. What's her? Uh, Steve said it on the last one. Rose Tiki. Rose. Rose Tico is her. Is her. Her is her real um, character name. Uh, her real name is Kelly Marie Tran. And Kelly Marie Tran got the most amount of hate that I think anyone has ever gotten in any Star Wars property ever. And I think it's because people... Sans Mary Poppins, Potato Leia. It was literally the same movie. No, but I'm saying that I think... No, but no one hated Leia. No, they hated CG Leia. No, they hated what happened to Leia. It was ranked as Mary Poppins Leia and then Rose Tiki Barber. So, listen to this. Her parents were refugees from Vietnam who fled the country following the Vietnam War. And then she's now, fast forward to her youth, growing up, having success, doing what she needs to do, and then gets... It's literally the American dream. And she represents the American dream, slash, in my, uh, what I had said last time, she represents the the resistance and the rebels sort of MO. Like, I think she's very representative of that. She got shit on times a million just because she was an Asian character who, like, people, again, thought checked some sort of box, right? So much so that at the time, Disney, first of all, didn't respond with straight up saying like, don't be racist. They were just like, whatever. And then, then, and so much so that they didn't uh, include her in episode nine as much because of the hate. They kind of like went that route. Now, fast forward to now, in this case with Moses Ingram, I think what's very fascinating is just how much has changed in the world and what it means for movements to happen. When we think about Black Lives Matter and when that happened, the, there's an expectation that we're doing all of that because we want changes to happen, right? Like you're doing it yeah. to fight to cause something to change. Now, this is not all causal like if that happened therefore this happened i'm just putting two and two together that fast forward to this point in time not even like a few hours later disney officially sent out a a message and they then they said we do not condone racism don't be racist there's 20 million uh, sentient species in the galaxies choose not to be racist is what they're saying and then at the end there was a really cool line of like no matter what we're always gonna um stand with with moses and also uh if you are that way we resist or something like that like they are just like we don't even want you as fans like step away you know yeah that's that's huge for me that they did that um and i'm sure that for her for moses how wonderful it is to be able to hear that that they do have your back because that same company many years ago kind of didn't have kelly marie trans back which sucks well sort of a progression i feel like they need to just like they did that with kelly marie and then um with like the whole back and forth decision about the don't say gay bill in Florida and then ultimately make ultimately making the right decision. But now that they're, they just need to do more of this of like coming out and saying, no, this is wrong. I, because it's just so crazy. It's like, 
You're sitting I said there, this there's aliens. You. There's aliens fighting with lightsabers. No one's questioning the alien. Nobody. There's a black Jedi and everyone's losing their minds. Yeah. Which then, when you mentioned Lando Calrissian, here's an element that I want to bring to the table, which I've said before. We say seven, eight, and nine is not as good as one, two, and three because of whatever reasons. But I also, my, my um, response to you was... I think when we're looking at it in the moment of things, so like we are actively seeing J.J. Abrams is rehired because uh, Ryan Johnson is fired. We don't know any of that for what happened in episodes four, five, and six. Sure. Because the internet was not there. Yeah. And so therefore it never was able to, um, there was nothing in the world to you keep just us got the abreast content. of the situation. You just, got, just the got the content, content. and exactly. you didn't We didn't care about the what was going on in the, back, in the background. I think right now in these kinds of moments, we're getting too much reactionary stuff. We are abreast to too much of these day-to-day moments that ultimately do not matter towards the content that we're consuming. And we all have opinions. And why? I don't know. I just want to see the content. I agree. I think that's a fascinating point that connects outside of media. And I, it's like sort of a... Everybody has a platform now. And so the things that maybe were conversations between individuals that are wrong of like this type of thing of you saying to someone, hey, you know, why is this person in this movie? That was sort of the end of the road. But now they have a direct path to the person. Mm -hmm. They have a direct audience to potentially hundreds of, of people. And it just, it elevates it. And so now it's kind yeah. of like in a situation where you can't back away from it because it, you're going to know the world is smaller. Yeah, 100%. And listen, I think that Moses Ingram is probably a curious person who probably wants to get a good idea of what her role sure, is she's like. she's pretty early in her career. Yeah. I mean, she, did you know she was in... Um, in Queen's Gambit, she was, you know, the the chess player's friend who had very poor uh, success because of a variety of things. Oh, the orphanage who gave her the yeah, cigarettes or no, yeah. gave her the pills or something. Yeah, the girl who, like, when they grow up and yeah. they're friends, that's yeah. her. That's Moses Ingram. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. She had success there. She was great in that. Yeah, that was awesome. She was great in Kenobi so far. And, like, she's probably, again, like you said, just sort of curious and figuring things out. I would be the same. Like yeah, if I'm starting out my career, I want to know what people think. And you have access. So you click on your little DMs, you're looking and you're like, oh, oh, mm, oh, that's mean, you know? And you're just sitting there scrolling, probably thinking like, and of course the people who are angry are the ones who are going to be loudest, right? That's just yeah. feedback in general. They're also, the, yeah, they're, I mean, it's what, like it, one of those hurts more than a million of the people saying you did great. Positive. A million, you could have, yeah. If we got one negative podcast review, I would cancel this podcast. Yeah. I mean, obviously. I mean, we're clearly dumpster people and we have no idea what we're doing. No idea. Which that's actually all very true. But aside from it being very true. That's why we only get five stars. Yeah, so it's exactly. Okay. We don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So anyway, she's 29 years old and I feel bad for her. You know, I just hope that she doesn't let this get her down. And I hope she pushes through. And I hate, hate, hate this idea of like, you have to fight through 
this negativity and you'll come out stronger and all that bullshit. I know. I but you it. know what? The but world like, sucks. It's terrible. The world sucks. It's terrible. The galaxy sucks. The fact that we are harping on that, but like God help us when we have intergalactic things in this in this universe that we live in. Would you say if we did, <laughs> let's say we jump ahead to a hundred years and we now have like ten species of, of like sentient beings that we know of, let's say, do you think do you think that racism internally to the the humans would be higher or lower than I or, don't the know. I, or the look, same? Or the same look I then like I would like the, to think that they're like that humans have only so much capacity for hate in them mm. where they maybe can just translate that hate from us to us them. to them. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, humans surprise me all the time. Right. Ninety nine percent of the time. It's I'm a like, negative I think <laughs> I don't think it can get any worse. And then some idiot does something stupid somewhere yeah. and you're like, nope. You literally exceeded my expectations. Absolutely. And this is apparently now turned into a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> um, I do want to just touch upon something uh, left that we had that we've experienced this week, which is the game called V Rising. And we have had it for a day. And I think my Steam counter shows that we played for 10 hours it's so good it's really I'm good absolutely blown away by v rising it is made by sunlock studios they are fairly new they're uh, also kind of indie i would say they're a swedish developer located in sweden and they started in 2010 their first game didn't come out until 2017 and it was called battle right um but their main hit right now in the in this past two months is v rising do you know that it is concurrently the what i mean is um at the most amount of times of what's the word how am i going to explain this One hundred and fifty thousand people are actively playing the game at the same time on steam wow like there's a hundred fifty thousand concurrent players yes Whereas it sold 1.5 million, which is massive for an indie developer and also for that's a brand crazy new though. In a brand ten percent uh, are of people who bought it are playing at any time. Yes, that it's the, consistently the number one game on Steam. And I saw this and I and I what it piqued my interest, but it was vampire based. And I've said this to Chris yesterday, and I'm like, I don't really like love vampire stuff, but I gotta tell you. Fast forward to like 10 hours later, I'm like, you know, sun started burning me, you know, as it was coming through the window, I felt that I needed to drink more blood. I felt very sort of goth. Like this is what I became at night. You hate silver now. I mean, I had to take my rings off. I had to we take don't my cook with off. garlic anymore. No, absolutely not. That's terrifying. Yeah. All of our crucifixes are gone. All gone. All of them. All the ones that we had. I look great in the mirror now. Yep. Because you're, why, non-existent? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Is that what happens with, <laughs> with mirrors? Um, but I got to tell you, folks, if anyone out there is listening who is even remotely interested in uh, sort of survival slash Diablo, like, I would probably say it is, it's a Valheim route uh, with Diablo action. And what was the other thing we said? Or is that it? 
Yeah, I think that's the best way to describe it. It's a Diablo Valheim mashup in a, a, a vampire setting. Yeah, exactly. And I'm here for it. It's very fun. It is very interesting. It there's has no, really interesting game mechanics. That's my favorite part. I was going to say there's no story, so forget about that. Whatever, you're a vampire and you're just trying to like exist. But tell us about the game mechanics. Yeah, so you like eat, you feed on creatures within the world, and then you get some of the benefits from high-quality blood depending on the creature that you eat. You would be a good one. You yourself, if the vampire was coming for you, you'd have the genetic, uh, like, Olympian DNA blood. You would be 100%. Yeah, it also, it would depend on if I had my glass of wine for the day or not. Mm, would that make it worse or better? I think better. Okay. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Tasty. It yeah. would be delicious. Yeah. So you, you do that. You build your town or castle or whatever, and you craft, like, better and better weapons, and you go and you fight bosses, and that's more or less... It, there's a day and night schedule when it's daytime you have to kind of hide in the shadows which is really That's interesting the craziest thing i love it's weird that the world you walk around in suddenly becomes hazardous yeah Just the same world that you could walk around in at night yep. becomes hazardous during the day and the fact that we're at a point where physics in terms of computerized like sunlight creating cast the cast i feel like it always stuff. does a really good job yeah. of letting you know what's a safe shadow and what's not yeah. i've never gotten to a shadow where i thought i was safe and then i start catching on fire and the noise that it makes and the way the screen vibrates when it's like you're about to catch on fire oh it's that terrifying me, yeah, it, it like puckers my butthole yeah totally is Full that the word? on buckles my butthole yeah that. full on balloon nut <laughs> um so we're likely going to play much 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 more of this we are probably on boss two of i don't know 40 or 50 bosses that exist um that many i think it's a lot it, did you scroll down the blood altar no it's crazy it just keeps going and each boss gives you more stuff to unlock i want more stuff i know the what was the latest thing we got yesterday oh the tannery we needed it because we need to make leather so we can upgrade the castle Obviously. Heart. obviously Right? I mean, how much more obvious could that be? I mean, there's nothing more obvious in the world. <laughs> so that's what we're going to be doing for the foreseeable future. And uh, we'll check back in with you in, I think it's been about a week and a half that these episodes have come out in. We have not been diligent in making them come out week by week by week, but I feel like we've never exceeded more than a week and a half, and I'm happy about that. But you'll, you know, the the listener will get it and not get upset. It they'll get it when they get it and not get upset. It exactly mm -hmm. because it's free. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly, but we want to be consistent. Buy none, get them all free. Mm -hmm. Bo buy none, get them all free. That's a lot more complicated than Bogo. Yeah, but we're yeah. workshopping it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we now we're going to transition from here to our Twitch stream. Um, so we hope you enjoyed our recap of Star Wars Kenobi. Uh, go watch it if you haven't. It's two episodes that kind of act as one, so definitely watch it. Um, reach out to Moses Ingram and tell her that you think she's awesome and not to be bothered by all the awful humans download v rising if you like vampires apparently i want to become one now i'm like i want to consume all the i want to be like what let's watch count dracula the 
Bram Stoker's one or whatever. I yeah, watch I think if you just go on the streets or something and hold the sign and say, I want to be a vampire, they'll come. Mm-hmm. Oh, the vampires? That's how they find you? Yeah. Or I don't like, think vampires are friendly. Or Craigslist. Mm, that Maybe that's a, the more obvious one. Yeah. But I don't think vampires are friendly. Well, you just have to get to know them. Yeah. They're a little I mean, if I'm a vampire, you're a vampire. I think we don't like each other inherently. Because, like, I have my castle, you have your castle. Oh, really? I think so. No. Well, I would change that. I would have other vampires. Oh, my God. True Blood. Remember True Blood? Yeah. Oh, my God. We could be on for another 45 minutes. Okay. We're going to head out now. Thanks, folks, for tuning in to another episode of the Airstreamers podcast. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye, everyone.